0: My name is Boyd Varty. I think of myself as an artist of experience. My passion is to create transformational experiences for myself and others as a way to explore what it means to truly live. My central exploration is to live on what I would call the track of your life. To me, this is to live courageously towards the discovery of what you are called to and to what life asks of you. So much of how I live has been informed by my passion as an animal tracker. I'm following the trail of my own life and reporting back. This show is a daily broadcast from a tree house on the Londalozzi game reserve in the wild eastern part of South Africa. Londolozi is a 14,000 hectare wilderness reserve adjacent to the Kruger National Park. The land is home to lion, leopard, rhino, elephant and buffalo as well as a variety of other animals. I'm your host Boyd Varty. My goal is to spend 40 days and 40 nights alone in the wilderness to explore the archetype of the mystic in nature and hone my skills as a tracker. These are my daily stories. Day 30. The first track. Journal entry. Hoo, hoo, hoo. I tell you what, I made an oatmeal breakfast that was Instagram worthy. Hippies all over the world would have been adding it to their granola flow. I'm talking raisins, almond butter, walnuts and one old apple from deep down in the dry trunk. The brand of oats out here is called jungle oats and the box has this regal as hell looking Bengal tiger staring out at you. What could be more power? Eat it out the pot with a stick, eyes locked with the tiger, nature all around you. 30 days alone living like a mystic tracker making poultices from buffalo thorn leaves to treat your cuts praying to the lightning gods worshiping the goddess running with a wild man sleeping with the stars praying at the fireside this is life people (coughs) there's a Chinese saying and the saying is that the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago or now and I love this idea And I definitely feel it here as time warps. I don't really know where 30 days went. At times it's felt very long and at others like the blink of an eye. I think that our relationship with time shapes some of our relationship to life and self. In a society where time is money, you could always be earning more. So rest becomes outlawed to pressure and optimization and stress. I actually don't fully understand it but certainly in a natural rhythm your consciousness changes as your notion of time shifts. In a strange way out here time seems to make life rather than count it down. Or maybe it's the presence in time that has an expansive quality. I intend to explore this idea a lot more over the next 10 days. In Braiding Sweetgrass grass. One of the definitions that she uses for being native is that you think of future generations in everything you do. Well, that's certainly a way that time could change us tangibly. One thing that I'm struck by in the quote, when is the best time to plant a tree 10 years ago or now, is how even with this experience, there is something incredibly powerful about just starting now. It will be the value of starting 10 years ago in the blink of an eye. So if you didn't start 10 years ago, just start now. The company, the piano, French, just start. I've been scheduling and rescheduling this experience for years. And if COVID gave me one thing, it was to cut the crap and start. As trackers, we talk a lot about the first track. In a huge wilderness, the lion could have gone anywhere. You have no idea where the next five hours might take you. You have no idea how the path of the tracks will play out. And you don't need to. All you need is that first track, and then that next first track, and then that next first track. The willingness to start and let go of where it's going into the next track of action. In the coaching world, I've sat with so many people who've said to me, when they have the whole plan, then they will make a change. When in fact, what we find is that people who create transformation in their lives, the most transformation in their lives, are the people who consistently make small changes every day without a grand plan. How do I make this feel a little better every day starts to create changes. Find small starts. First tracks. Best time to start now. Carl Jung had an idea that he referred to as circumambulation. And the idea is that you exist in your full future potential as a future self. And your life is to try and realize that future self's potential. And the way to do that is to really pay attention to what brings you to life in this moment. You make the future self by paying attention to what truly grabs you With feeling of aliveness now. He also said that as you circumambulate, you move around, you move towards, but also around your future self. And he says that as you do that, you will see patterns and themes, and those themes should show you something about what's very core and essential to you. Like for me, all through my childhood, I was obsessed with books and spirituality. In early adulthood, I became a writer and a seeker. Then I started meeting healers and became interested in anyone who knew how to create healing. And if you look back over your life, you will see that there are themes that continuously emerge, themes to your unique Venn diagram. You'll see things that you took up continuously, and you will maybe see some things that you have uh, ignored. You see all of this as you spiral through time towards your highest future potential. Writers really understand the need to start. I would say that as much as 70% of getting a book out is starting and each day stepping towards a first track and then another first track. I remember being totally frozen as a 24 year old starting work on my first book. I just couldn't see how anything coherent would come together. My editor, the brilliant Betsy Rappaport, would just say, Spew, we don't need to know how or where any of it goes. Just spew. She knew the way of starting. Shucks, a first track on a book can be buying a notebook and starting to make notes, making notes on your phone. I remember I once spent a week watching Anthony Bourdain shows, one after the other. People thought I was depressed just lying on the couch but to me he was an incredibly original storyteller and watching how he created originality in his show was a track and a start to shaping my own storytelling. Was it taking me anywhere in particular at the time? No. Was there a tangible reason for it? No. The best starts are often going nowhere but energy was moving towards my future as I watched him be so himself. And now I'll tell you, any time I'm walking through the world, I feel Bourdain there, drinking scotch irreverently beside me, saying, there's storytelling gold here, just remember, it's probably back in the greasy kitchen, and not in the fine dining area. Or, go for the character, not the facade. Well, that's what he says in my head. I will tell you something, friends. When I was 23 and the seeds of being interested in the art of personal transformation were taking root, I started down a path. I sat in every circle of healing and transformation you can imagine. I sat in weekend retreats, Zen koan workshops, AA gatherings, ayahuasca ceremonies, life coaching circles, grief seminars, church gatherings, Navajo sweats. I sat And I watched the human experience. I saw loss, resurrection, pain, relief, suffering, abuse, reconciliation, faith, blame, grief. And I saw something not a lot of people in their 20s spend a lot of time eye to eye with. I saw regret. When you really look at death, it teaches you to live. And when you really stare deep into the eyes of regret, you learn to start. Start today. Start now. All my love. 40 out. This has been another episode of the Track Your Life Podcast with Boyd Varty. Follow us on Instagram at Boyd underscore Vaarty, Twitter at Boyd Varty. Visit Boyd's website at boydvarti.com or subscribe to this podcast your favorite podcast player. Please rate and review this podcast so that more people can find and enjoy it.